So I wanted to just take a moment and uh, let you guys know that we have decided to end our season, uh, kind of make this the end of season one, if you will. Um, we've had some changes come up unexpectedly, and so we need to kind of take some time and regroup and kind of rework things. Um, so after this episode, we'll be taking a break till about January. My guess would be like mid-January or so. We will let you know, as always, follow the Facebook and the Twitter, and uh, we'll keep you up to date on there. But uh, yeah, let's not waste any time. Let's get in, let's dive into this episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to List This, where we list and you listen. I'm Josh, and I'm joined by... Jim. And unfortunately, Cameron is no longer with us. He's still alive. He's still here. He's still like alive yeah. and, and doing stuff. He's just... No longer on the show. He Yeah, he's got some other stuff that he's got <clears> going <throat> on, so... He's moved on. That doesn't sound any better. <laughs> Cameron um. is alive. Let's just make sure that yeah. everyone knows that at least. Yep. Um, today, this week, we're going to be doing top five 90s comedy films. And there was a time a month or two ago where we did comedy films. Oh, are we finally letting them know? And everything um, that happened? my computer decided to restart right in the middle of the episode oh, and corrupted great. the entire recording. But we didn't know until we almost finished recording the episode. Yeah, I, t- I think I turned my computer away from me or something, <laughs> which is not smart at all. But um, I happened to glance over, and it was restarting, and I was yeah. just like, uh, guys? So uh, we were doing comedy films, and we decided that comedy films is just way we, too broad. I think when we were looking at making these lists individually, we mm-hmm. all came in talking about how we could make at least three or four lists yeah, with easy, this alone, yeah. you know? Um, so we kind of wanted to break it up a little bit and go... Yeah, so we decided to do the it decade like by route. decades. Yeah, the decade yeah. route, so... And we chose 90s because we feel like 90s was like the pinnacle comedy. For me it was, yeah. I, I think, yeah. Yeah, we're all, you know, we're, we're both not middle-aged. At least... But, <laughs> um, we both we're grew up through the 90s. Relatively close, if anything, yeah, yeah, so... We're able to take those in, so... Yeah, without further ado, let's go ahead and start with number five. Jump right into it. Number five. Do you want to go first today? I will go first. Uh, So my number five is going to be a movie. I don't know if you've seen it. I hope you have, but I'm not. I don't have high hopes. Okay. Um, It's going to be Don't Be a Menace to South Central While Drinking Your Juice in the Hood. I've seen bits and pieces of it because it's been on, like, cable TV a few times. You can't watch it on cable TV. But I've never actually, like, sat down and watched it. I've never known the full title of it because the the title has always been too long to show it on the TV guide. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, Don't Be a Menace to... And it just, like, yeah. So the short title is Don't Be a Menace is what people say. Uh, But, so... Don't Be a Menace is a uh, movie. It came out in 1996. Okay. It features, it's, or I guess it stars the Wayans brothers. <laughs> so you have uh, Sean Wayans, you have Damon Wayans, you have Marlon Wayans. And it's basically a parody on all of those, like, thug, grew up in the hood, you know, boys in the hood and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, all of those films. And it is, it's just a riot. It's, it's like, I don't know, scary movie. Like, that humor, but funnier, yeah. I think. Yeah. 
Um, but it's just, it's total parody. Marlon Wayans plays this guy who has, like, these two, he looks like... <laughs> he's got, like, his um, dreads, like, sticking out, right? Well, Or braids, almost? Yeah, like, kind of like braids. He kind of reminds me of Krusty the Clown. <laughs> yeah. Like, the way, or Sideshow Bob, or whatever, like, the yeah, way he has dude. his hair. Yeah, I can totally see that. But his hair ties are condoms. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> so, never noticed that. Yeah, so oh it's just goofy stuff like that, and he walks around in a tank top and slippers, and there's one scene where he's like, what slippers, you know, he's like, should I go the Uzi with the slippers or the, you know, the Glock <laughs> with the... So, I gotta go back and watch that one. Um, I, yeah, I totally recommend it. I just recently was watching Friday again, which is very much in the same vein yep. as yep. this. So I, I think now, uh, being who I am now, would appreciate mm-hmm. that movie and enjoy the comedy a lot more. But while I was looking up a list for this, mm-hmm. uh, I did run into a quote that I thought was fantastic because they kind of break the the break the wall, the fourth wall a little uh-huh. bit. Because the quote is by a character. Lock dog yep. is who it is. So it says, everyone in the hood been up in her. She, I, I'm going to say that sounds so <laughs> white. I'm going to sound so white by saying this. I think it's Loke dog. But oh, okay, wrong. whatever. I yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, but it says, everyone up in the hood been up in her. She got more kids than Mrs. Wayans. And I'm like, I think that's fantastic. Being that, like, the Wayans <laughs> brothers are like the like the inspiration the stars, for yep. this movie and like the star, yeah. Yep. So um, I, I could really appreciate that. I think that, uh, yeah, so Loke Dog is Marlon Wayans, which makes it even funnier. Oh, no. oh yeah, so he's making fun of his own mom. He's making yeah. fun of his own mom, yeah. That's great. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I would highly recommend it. And I just looked it up. Friday came out in 95. So okay. there's definitely parodies of Friday in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so. Uh, yeah, but so Don't Be a Menace is my, my number five. I don't think I could put it any higher. There's definitely movies. Yeah. That I enjoyed more, but um, it was just one of those like, I don't know. I guess you wouldn't expect me to put. That no, I did honestly. Yeah, so. no, I actually was not expecting that one to come up on either of our list. Um, yeah. But mine is gonna be kind of. Oh, I don't want to say in the same vein because mine can't really go much higher because there's definitely movies I appreciate a lot more. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was a movie that, when watching it the first time, I didn't love it, and now I completely like it's. It's obviously on my top five '90s movies list, but. Um, yeah. It's a droll, it's kind of a droll comedy, kind of, it was the introduction, but it's Office Space. Okay. Have you ever seen Office Space, which is yes. like a fantastic, I love that movie. I yes. think it's so funny. I think you and I were actually talking about it the other day, like, with this neighbor who talks to him through the walls. Yeah, um, yep. uh, Dietrich Bader. Yeah, he plays, yeah. He right. plays Batman in the new Harley Quinn yeah, series. Yeah, yeah, so that's, a, that's really what we're bizarre, talking about. Yeah. So, uh, but this was like right on the cusp of like the new, the new millennia, because mm-hmm. uh, it came out in 1999. Um, so, but it, it's just, it, I don't know, it, it's really funny, because basically the whole premise, if no one's ever seen the movie, um, is, uh, he is a super stressed, just in, in, like a, like a terrible job, he hates his job, it's just really monotonous, he, his boss is a prick, and so he goes for therapy with mm-hmm. his ex-wife, I think, who he's still quarreling with. Um, they go it's, in, yeah, they go really in for bizarre. therapy, and he gets hypnotized. But in the middle of the hypnotism, his therapist has a heart attack and dies. So there's no one to break him out of the. the he's stuck in like so a he's stuck in yeah. So, but it ends up he ends up like getting a promotion at work because of his like aloof attitude. He like has this whole big money. Was it money money laundering where he still yep. sends yep. from the company and burns ends up burning the whole place down and moves to Mexico and yeah so. It was just, it's just such a great movie, dude. That movie, that movie, 
makes me giggle like on many different levels yeah. because the humor is there, but then there's movie there's shows out now that have people from those movies like Milton, the you know, I believe you yeah. have a stapler. Yeah. Is the second is like the uh, supporting role in um, Barry. Really? On HBO. Yeah, which really? is like a super dark yeah. dark like super, super dark comedy. It was like that was Milton from and he had one line the whole movie and now he's like <laughs> he was just like about his stapler yeah. and it ends up burning the place down yeah um you know it's, it's really funny because like, I mean there's so many lasting like impacts from that movie like like we were just talking about referencing mm-hmm. the neighbor the other day um I think at the old store that we used to work at uh mm-hmm. was uh there was a, we had a red stapler yep. there and I could never not because it looked exactly like the red stapler <laughs> from uh from office space, yep. and I could, I never, I could never get it out of my head. Where I was always just like, I'm gonna turn the place down, like doing like Milton used to do. <laughs> I, I do love that movie. I mean, it's what I like about it is it's very quotable. Yes, uh, people still quote it today. I don't think I could hear um, back up in that ass with the resurrection like rap song without thinking <laughs> yeah, about them breaking dude. the printer down. Yeah, I've thought about. Beating. Or the it was the the guy. <laughs> Uh, I think it was a Michael Bolton or whatever rapping in his car, yeah. and then yeah. he turns it down <laughs> when the guy walks up yeah. next to him. Yeah, uh, and like I mean, you you can't like the 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 freaking boss of the place, the supervisor, mm-hmm. just his like just whole thing like it's still quoted today. Is it Lumberg. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's a, he's a I'm gonna need too. you to come over to on. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna need you to come over on Saturday yep. and, uh, and uh, get come through over. the project. Well, yeah, I mean, you know what I meant though. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to come over. Okay, <laughs> okay. boss. Um, I forgot that the dude from Scrubs so is in it too. Yeah. So, yeah, he plays the guy that comes in and interviews. Yeah. One of the two. I forget their names. They're, I think they're the same name. But that's another thing. Is they're like, oh, are you Mike? Is your name really Michael Bolton? Everybody yeah. asking that. Yeah. You mean like, like the yeah, singer? not like the singer. Yeah. <laughs> he gets so mad throughout the movie. But one thing I want to mention is that movie was directed by Mike Judge. He oh, was fantastic. Yeah, right. He did Extract, and he did Beavis and Butthead. He created Beavis and Butthead. He also did uh, King of the Hill, didn't he? Is it yeah. Mike Judge? Yep. Yeah. So, so he has that. You know, he has that great sense of humor. Yeah. And uh, but I mean, you can really see. Like when I found out that it was a Mike Judge movie, mm-hmm. I was like, that makes perfect sense. Like it, it, does. it Like everything clicks now. It really does. I'm trying to think of what else he did. I don't. Yeah. I mean, those were his big. His yeah. big things, because, like, you know, Beavis and Butthead was early, early MTV days. So it was, mm-hmm. you know, like, I think right after, like, MTV was less about music. Right. And more about, like, it was right on that cusp. So, I mean, you know, and then obviously, I remember freaking King of the Hill being the first thing to come on on Adult Swim yep. on Cartoon Network. Because as a kid, I hated I hated King of the Hill. Now he it's, like, funny. He also did uh, Idiocracy. Oh, really? So, Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. It has electrolytes. <laughs> That's that one did come up on my list really? for my comedy movies. Yeah, so good movie. I love that one. All right, let's uh, let's move over to number four here. Mm-hmm. Number four. My number four is gonna be a movie that needs no introduction. That's it. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's gonna be Austin Powers International Man of Mystery. Nice, dude. I had to put Austin Powers on there because I used to live next door to a kid named Austin Powers when oh, the movie yeah, came out. About that, yeah. And so I just imagine what his life was like after yeah. that movie came out. 
like growing up because we didn't go to the same school or anything, so I don't know how the kids treated oh, him. Oh yeah, having the same name. Well, I mean, it depends on because how old were you when that movie came out? Because I remember not being able to watch that movie when it because like the last one came out in theaters um, right around the time that like because I remember my uncle going to watch it and then my cousins, my mom and I went to go watch a different movie because we couldn't go watch Austin Powers. <laughs> Austin Powers came out in 97. Yeah, so the first so one was in 97, and then I 99. Was 12? Okay. Yeah, so it was yeah. 12. I, don't, I didn't see it in theaters, but I've seen it on, you know. Oh, yeah. HBO and on Comedy basic Central, cable and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's like numerous times. On, yeah. But uh, I had to put the first one in there. I do appreciate the second one, and I don't know that I've seen the third one. Is the third one's Gold Member, right? I thought the second one. Oh, yeah, that's right. Third one's Goldmember, yeah. which is, like, I the most quoted one, really? I think, of the three. Well, yeah, because, I mean, it's all Goldmember quotes and, you know. Yeah. I, or Goldfinger? No, it's Goldmember. Gold, yeah, Goldfinger is, uh... The actual James Bond movie. Yeah, because yeah. uh, yeah, it's, uh, uh, International Man of Mystery, The Spy Who Shagged Me, and that's then, Because right. uh, Beyonce it was in The Spy Who Shagged Me, I think. Or, no, that was, uh, she was in... Yeah, it was the second one. Because she was Foxy Cleopatra. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, dude, that movie. Right? No, no, no. She was in... No, that was... Uh, no, she was... She was Foxy Cleopatra. Oh, she was in Goldmember. Okay. Oh, she was Goldmember. This Damn. was Heather Graham in The Spy Who Shagged Me. That's right. And she ended up being like a... No. I am so confused. Dude, Whatever. I know. Like, that's what I'm saying. So okay. it's like... but I need to go back and watch I it. That's what I'm saying. I love all Austin Powers movies. But, like, it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter which one you watch. They're all the same movie. And it's, but know. I put the first one on there because that's the one that, you know... It's, it's, like the, it's the gateway drug. Yeah, <laughs> It yeah, gets yeah. you addicted. You're like, I want to see more. Yeah. You had Mini-Me, right, in the first yeah. one? all three of them. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, that was, you and know, Dr. Green Evil. in the first one. Will Ferrell in the first one. So it's like those movies that... The second and the third one were great, but the first one was the, like you have all these actors that don't come back <clears throat> because like take Waiting for example. Yeah. You had Ryan Reynolds, you had uh, um, Guzman. Oh, I can't oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Luis Guzman. Yeah. Uh, who played like the Guzman? But yeah. Guzman, whatever. And then uh, <laughs> the. Dax Shepard. Oh no, not Dax Shepard. Uh, Dane Cook. Yeah, Dane Cook. Yeah. And then. Uh, the Anna Ferris, Anna, Fer- Anna Ferris, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Guzman. We're just gonna keep going. <laughs> just gonna keep going back and forth. <laughs> yeah. Um, it had the. I don't remember her name. Emmanuel, Chiqui. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, Justin Long too. Was in that. Um, Emmanuel Chiqui. Who I know her from Entourage. Okay, she played uh, I've never slow seen in Entourage. But yeah, I but, mean, Andy Mill. But my point was, well, yeah. you had all those people, and then in Waiting Two, none, none of, them of them came, came back. back. Yeah. So that's my point is like you had Will Ferrell, you had Seth Green. I think Seth Green Seth came Green back. back right? Yeah, because Seth Green was Doctor Evil's son. Because Seth Green doesn't do anything except Family Guy <laughs> and play with dolls. Sorry if you're listening to this. I don't know why you're listening. They to make Seth fun Green, of him. Yeah, they make fun of him too for all that, I which know. is great. Um... But yeah, so Austin Power is my number four. Yeah. Had to be on there. Um, I defer yeah. to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number four is going to be, uh, God, quite on the same level of like Austin Powers, I feel like. It's going to be a spoof on uh, Star Trek, though, which is fantastic. And it's got like Alan Rickman, uh, Tim Allen. Galaxy uh, Quest. Yep, in 1999, <laughs> we got Galaxy Quest, dude. I will never be able to like just skip 
that movie when scrolling through like the guide, if I see Galaxy Quest, it's coming on the TV. I have a confession to make. You've never seen it, or you don't like it? I've never seen it. It's been in my queue. Oh, dude, it's so funny. Oh, it's so good. It always comes up on like top comedy, like sci-fi comedy. It's it's a big spoof on on Star Trek. It literally is like they make fun of Star Trek the entire time. Yeah, because like the character. What Spaceballs is to. Yeah. Well, so so it goes a little bit deeper than that though, because the 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 characters of the movie. So Alan Rickman, Tim Allen, you know the the Sigourney Weaver. Mm -hmm. Um, they all play essentially what is the Star Trek characters. So okay. they actually are characters on a TV show within the world of... Right, yeah. Fun fact, Justin Long is also in this one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they play TV characters. Who was the guy that used to be... Uh, oh, Oscar Isaac. So Justin Long is our new Oscar yeah, Isaac. Yeah, 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 yeah that's it. Oh, yeah. Um, so, but they, uh, so their, their tapes get out mm. into the universe somehow. I don't remember exactly how it happens. And some aliens pick it up, but all they see is the show. They don't actually see any of the behind-the-scenes stuff. So they so think that real. they're actually a bridge crew. And so they <laughs> end up getting, not abducted per se, but like, you know, the aliens talk Tim Allen's character into coming on board to help them. And he talks the rest of his friends and crew. So he has really no friends. idea what he's doing. Because he has he's no idea acting. what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> and so they end up getting into a real space battle. They end up, like, losing actual, like... You know, some of their like the aliens become their friends, and they yeah. actually turn into like this big like you know they they are like forced to do yeah. what they yeah. do on the show. So they call back to Earth at one point and have Justin Long character who is like the biggest like Star Trek nerd, and he's like, yeah, because of like in this episode you guys did this, so like you know we made this map of the ship and blah blah blah. And, you know, like start nerding out, so they're like on the intercom <laughs> like helping him walk through all this stuff. It is so good to watch. It reminds me of like airplane or something like that, where he's like coaching them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff, he's he is actually coaching them through all that. So that's really funny. Yeah, Galaxy Quest is is if you if you haven't watched that one, please please watch it. All of you guys out there. There's um, movies that oh, keep popping into my head that I look up and they weren't '90s that I'm really bummed out that I can't just yeah, add right. them to my list. I know. So we're definitely gonna have to do like a two thousands, yeah, or like a you know, yeah, because twenty ten, yeah, that was like right again, like towards the tail end of a lot of those, but yeah, because I'm seeing a lot of movies and I'm like, I really want to talk about this, but I can't right now. I could. I mean, we could, but not. Yeah, yeah, we're we're talking about nineties, but Uh, I also want to mention it's really weird only having two people because we're always seem like we're running over time. Yeah, and pressed for time. time, Like this time, it kind of doesn't really matter. And I, I have a. A timer to show me how long the recording has been going on yeah. for, and we're already on number three, and we're not even near where we usually are. Yeah, on our so um, this is probably going to be a shorter episode. A little bit, unless you want me to fill a little bit more space, because then I can talk about <laughs> the aliens laughing in Galaxy Quest. <laughs> have you ever heard them laugh? No. They have like this ah, and they just do that, and it's so. Oh, if I could like reference that more, I would totally do it. But I think you did a great job. Yeah, mimicking the laugh. Are you looking up a video of it? I am. I was gonna play it, but I think it might it might be too much. Yeah, anyway. I'll show you afterwards. You did a, um, you did a great enough impression. Yeah, yeah. and I'm, I probably scared away whatever listeners we have left <laughs> by doing it. You're just like ah, uh, nope. <laughs> Power button. So let's go ahead and kick it over to number three here. Number three. My number three is gonna be a movie that I'm super excited about. I'm excited about all your well, movies, dude. Yes, I mean, I'm excited about all of them, but this is one 
that I'll watch. It's like my, what was the one that you said you'll watch it anytime it's on TV? Galaxy Quest. Okay, yeah, so Galaxy <laughs> Quest. Yeah. Actually, most of these I totally was paying attention. List. Yeah, most of these ones on my list are going to be that word. So this is one that I have watched pretty much anytime it's ever been on TV. It's going to be Tommy Boy. Okay, I do like Tommy Boy. Which was obviously a Chris Farley and David Spade movie. Oh, man. Uh, such a good it came duo. out in 1995. Yeah, such a good duo. That was only a year after I was born, too. So I watched <laughs> that one up. way later like in life, and I still love it. That one holds up well. It does. I think most Chris Farley movies hold up well because... It's really hard to get comedy. Like yeah. His comedy is timeless. There's no, yeah. it's not based in a certain, Mm-mm. in this movie particularly, he's his dad, uh, who <laughs> he's is. a trust fund child. Who is his dad? Wait, uh, Brian Dennehy. That's right. His dad dies after he gets married to his new wife, who is Bo Derek. Um, and then he owns a, like a bumper making, what is it like? Yeah, yeah. Like pads, brake pads. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's part of the car industry. Like, yeah, uh, so he makes brake pads and he dies. So it's, it's essentially, man, it's been, what, 20 years, 30 oh years since, uh, it's been 20 years since this came out. So I'll go ahead and spoil it, whatever. <laughs> you watch it for the comedy, not the story anyway. So <clears throat> it's Bo Derek and... Rod, um, Rob Lowe. Rob dude. Lowe. I can't. Yeah. I forgot that Rob Lowe is in this movie. So Rob Lowe is the quote unquote villain. Bo Derek's son. Yeah. Oh when yeah. They marry yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you find out later that they're actually a couple that's scamming Chris Farley's dad out of like taking yeah. the business. Yeah, 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 yeah. Married no, him Sorry, I, I did that because it, it like mimics exactly like Rob Lowe's exact character in Wayne's World too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he does Rob Lowe plays a really good bad guy. He does. Yeah. Anyways. And he's good looking. Uh, anyway, so he still is too. <laughs> he still is. So they go on an adventure to try to sell to get people to buy the brake pad uh, yeah. company and save these uh, save the company from going under. And all these people, because it's a small town that they come from, and all the people that live there or that work there are one big family. And so he's, Chris Farley and David Spade go on this adventure to try and save the business, essentially. I, I think what's so great about that is David Spade gets stuck with Chris Farley. Right, Because yeah. he's like, he was a, like a lackey. He was mm-hmm. basically like the company lackey or whatever. Um, and so he gets stuck with Chris Farley, who yep. has no idea what he's doing, and hilarity ensues. Which is hilarious because in the other movie, Black Sheep, David Spade also gets stuck yeah. with Chris Farley. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're such a good duo, but it was like they, yeah, it was such a surprising, like, dynamic between the two. But I just love, that that movie is kind of quotable, but it's more so actions, I think. Yeah. And I Chris was, Farley I, is a big action I guy. I more remember, like, one of the scenes where, uh, I think it was after they had, did they have, like, a, like a tiger or something in their car? They had a deer. They oh, a deer. yeah, 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 that's right. Okay, because I just remember, like, the top, like, the soft so top So they hit a deer busted, and they yeah. thought it was dead, so they put it in the back seat and it woke up <laughs> and proceeded to destroy the car. And then they had, like, a child's gate. Like a child gate as okay. the door yeah. because the door got, because <laughs> yes, he, dude, yeah, he was remember. pumping gas and he backed up and took the door off. There was just all kinds of crazy. Oh crap. man, dude, yeah, that's a it's a very it, yeah, one, that one's a very slapstick, yeah. like antic totally. base totally. like movie, and I I still love those like those mm-hmm. types of movies never get old. Like uh, I had honestly. a tough time deciding between that and Black Sheep. I love I've Black never Sheep. Seen Black Sheep, so we should watch Black Sheep. Okay, Black Sheep is hilarious. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, it's about. Chris Farley's brother is running for 
governor or mayor or something okay. like that. And Chris Farley's kind of like... I'm guessing like he's the, the black sheep of the family. He's Yeah, he's just... He's the <laughs> stupid one of the two. Yeah. He's just kind of the the, the mess up. Yeah, yeah. And so his brother puts his assistant, David Spade, to take care of Chris Farley and kind of keep him out of trouble while he's running for office. Oh, nice. Obviously, okay. it doesn't really work out like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, of course. But yeah, it's it's super funny. But yeah. Um, it's actually funny that you said that because you said that this one came out in 95 right yep it's really funny that you said that this one come out came out in 95 because my number three pick also came out in 95 but like looking back on it that one seems so much older tommy boy seems so yep. much older than this one because my number five or my number three rather which came out in 1995 <laughs> is ace ventura when nature calls <laughs> which is not a super popular which is not a super popular pick with, like, you know, when you talk to a lot of people about comedy movies, like, you talk Ace Ventura, and they're like, oh, I can't stand that movie. It's blah, blah, blah. I was going to say, I, I had to fight. It's not on my Dishonorable, but I feel like it could have just because I... I I'd have to go back and watch it I now. specifically put When Nature Calls okay. on there. That one, to me, is the better of the two. Like, if... if I, I didn't want to do that, but, I mean, I would have put the first one on my Dishonorable mm-hmm. and then put the second one on my top five. Okay. I don't like the first one. I don't think it's as funny. I don't think it's as charming um, as, as as this one is. Which this, is funny because the sequel is usually, like, they're lesser. Worse. Yeah. They're, like, yeah, they're, they're, they're the worst of the two. Mm-hmm. Um, but, no, this one was just, I mean, this one's got a lot of, like, really iconic scenes and a couple of memes, too, because you have, the, like, this is the one where he goes to the Sahara yep. or to Africa. Um and you know, the, deals the with yeah, yeah. He's got the two spears. The no spears. spears. He's yeah. like ah, ah, yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, you've got like that scene. You've got um, the scene where he's coming out of the rhino. Where he's like gonna, doing yeah, reconnaissance in the that, in yeah. the the rubber rhino, and the uh-huh. only like the only porthole when it breaks down is is right on the back end. <laughs> but of course, right as he's coming he out, to take his there's a tour. Yeah, 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 because he's getting too hot. Because yep. that, that, yeah, so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, you know I still I still quote that one you know mm-hmm. like I do like the like a glove thing all the time when something like just barely fits or when I go to park it granted I don't roll my vehicle into the spot but <laughs> you know the point still stands um, I remember that I remember the bat guano thing yeah yeah because that was the whole premise of the thing is it's, uh, he's trying to rescue this sacred uh, this sacred bat I mean it's a life that mm. but it's an albino like sacred image to you know this tribe and he's trying to rescue it for them but he's okay. having to go to like this savage savage tribe where he ends up getting in the fight they call him the white devil and that's right yeah yep. so yep. um but i mean i i don't know there's so really many things funny. like i i remember so many scenes of, of that movie like where he picks up the the lady because she she comes down the stairs wearing like the fur scarf so she gets like I think he knocks her out and then picks her up and puts her over his shoulder and starts parading around like she's his uh, <laughs> his attire. <laughs> so I don't know. It's just that was I'm not a big Jim Carrey fan. Um, well, I, I I guess I am. Um, I haven't been later in life, but I loved him and I I think Ace Ventura is was his like his peak. I think that was like Jim Carrey at his best. So, in my opinion, I was gonna mention Jim Carrey used to be in a show called In Living Color. If you okay, so it was a sketch comedy show, it was much similar to like Mad TV and yeah, Saturday okay. Night Live and stuff like that. Um, it was 
Oh, wow, I didn't know this. Keenan Ivory Wayans actually created, wrote, and started it. Oh, so weird. Okay. Another Wayans Brothers yeah. thing. There's so many of them. But Jim Carrey was on that. He was yeah. one of the you know, the actors in the sketch comedy stuff. And I feel like this mirrors his humor and his style. At the time. Yeah. Yeah, he's a yeah. much different person now, though, if yeah. you ever see like Jim Carrey Because, I mean, that ran from 90 to 94. Yeah. So it was shortly after it stopped. Okay. And it was like well, this was... people that liked him in Living Color could still have that for a little bit longer. Okay. Because, yeah. yeah. Well, you have to remember that When Nature Calls came out in 95. That's true. Which so the means other one the first come one earlier. a few years yeah. earlier, which is probably right in the middle of... Yep. Um, yep. Oh, 94. 94, yeah, so a year before, so, yeah. yeah. So, right, I mean, I don't know when uh, Pet Detective came out. So, February 4th. 94. <laughs> hey, look at that. I just found it. Yeah, right? It's amazing <laughs> what Google can do, right? Yeah. So, February, and the final episode of In Living Color was May. So, you had... He was like... It overlapped a little bit, but yeah. like I said, you had... Um, you know, I'm assuming you had Jim Carrey fans Whoa. that liked him in Living Color. I just looked up in Living Color, and he looks like what you would think the 90s would be. So, <laughs> if you get a chance, after we're done, go to YouTube and type in Fire Marshal Bill. That was one of his, <laughs> okay. that was one of his characters on In Living Color, and he's kind of horrifying, but he was hilarious. It's a mixture of, like... <laughs> Sorry, I just typed it down. No, I can look at it later. Yeah, it's uh, it's a mixture of like being very, it's it's being creepy and being funny at the same time. Okay. It's a really, really bizarre character. Was it like, was it like the David Pumpkins of its time? No, nothing can touch <laughs> David Pumpkins. So I'll show you a, I'll show you a quick picture of Fire Marshal Bill. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, he's he's pretty bizarre, but it, it was a good time. Yeah. My number two yeah. is going to be, oh yeah, let's go to number two so I can put the <laughs> transition in there and make it easier. Hey, you guys have just thrown, editing. you guys just have thrown that over my voice and passed it. Number two. All right, so my number two is going to be the first sports movie, for, first sports comedy movie that we've had on this list. Okay. Um, it's not Cool Runnings, unfortunately. Is it Varsity Blues? No. Oh. It's going to be Basketball. I, you know what? I knew that one was going to come up in your list. I am not surprised. I'm not surprised <laughs> it's as high as it is either. I <laughs> adore that movie. Oh, I know you do. And what's funny, I was going to wait until later to bring this up, but I want to bring it up now. Dude. Trey Parker and Matt Stone star in that movie, The Greatest yeah, of Stop Break. they created the movie. No, they did not. No, they really? They starred in it. They actually hate that movie. Oh, really? Oh, yes. I, they, I guess that's what happens when you don't have your facts right, folks. Yeah, no, uh, David Zucker directed it. From what I heard, and you listeners out there can correct me if I'm wrong, but they did the movie, from what I was told, they did the movie to like help out a friend or something like that. And they just they, they <laughs> okay. hated it. Yeah, they hated it. Which is really funny because you look at it, they're so well known now, you look at it and you're like, they created that. Yeah. They're, the like humor is there. Yeah, you immediately like know that, yeah. oh yeah. There's a scene in there where they which make really, out and you're like, they had to have written that. Which it's really like, kind of sucks for the guy that did create the movie because now like, he's so overshadowed yeah. now, yeah. So, Basketball is a movie about two guys who are trying to pick up chicks and so they try to beat these guys who are really good at basketball so they come up with this game on the spot mixing basketball and baseball hence basketball yeah 
<clears throat> you basically shoot the basket, you have different bases, and you shoot from there, and if you make it, you get to go to that base, and all that stuff. How this hasn't become, like, a minor league sport in general, <laughs> I'm just blown away. It looks like it's, like, extreme, like, horse, I would say. <laughs> yeah, from, like, that's, you know. a, that's a good... Uh, is, it a, is it horse or is it around the world? What is it, where you, Oh, like, so around the world would be where you go around the... Yeah, and you have to shoot from the different... You can't yeah. move on until you, yeah. you, get it, you make that basket. So yeah. that would be around the world, yeah. Yeah. But in this game, you choose. You can shoot from like a home run. You can shoot from like a third. You know, oh, weird. Okay, I've like, never actually watched this movie, so you haven't. Oh man, we're gonna have to watch this one too. This is fantastic. <laughs> I just this one's honestly never been one that's really interested me. I've I've always wanted to watch I it because it's you, been there. I think once you start it, it'll interest you. If you like, if you like their sense of humor, if you like South Park, or you appreciate South yeah. Park, you don't have to like it. But uh, I obviously really enjoy South Park because yeah. I like this. Um, I do think it's neat that they both came from Colorado. They're both yeah, from Colorado. Yeah, they actually went to school here. They went to college here in Colorado. Yep. Uh, Matt Stone is the first person to graduate from UC Boulder with a double major in, I think, art and math, I think is what they said. Oh, cool. So that's kind I of always, get their, na- I always get their names mixed up because he said it's Matt, <clears throat> like Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Matt right? Stone is the one with brown pubes on his head. <laughs> That's a Trey Parker is the blind. I know, but yeah. I was I, I just get the names mixed up because I yeah. was calling like you know Trey Stone and Matt Parker mm. for some reason. Oh, <laughs> um, because it rolls off the tongue for me better, I guess. I don't know. So here's an article that I found that says so you know the XFL is coming right. Vince McMahon yeah. is starting the football league yeah. again. This says why Vince McMahon should dump the XFL and make basketball, <laughs> basketball. real. <laughs> And I am 100% behind that. Yeah, really? I think someone better than Vince McMahon could bring that. I know, but just the fact that we don't need another football. They just tried that with the American Football And Alliance. the Lingerie Football League. They have that? You never heard of that? No. <laughs> okay. Well, this is this just got awkward. <laughs> I know what I'm going to be Googling later. <laughs> I think it was on, like, Spike. Okay. So if, that, if that helps any. So that makes it less awkward. <clears throat> That makes a lot of sense, though. It's like boobs and explosions. Yeah, on Spike. the Spike TV, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but real quick, the cast, you have Trey Parker, Matt Stone, you have Yasmeen Bleeth, who used to be on like the USA shows, uh, Jenny McCarthy, Robert Vaughn, um, Dion Bacar. Ernest Borgnine. Yep. So Dion Bacar is their, is their friend. He plays Squeak. He acts. He played in uh, basketball, and he played in Orgasmo, which okay. is their other movie. I see Bob Costas, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> yep, yep. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was actually a display in uh, Ernest Borgnine's like trophy <laughs> room, which okay. is hilarious. All right, that's good. Yeah, there's just so many ridiculous things in that yeah. movie. It's just it's awesome. So if you haven't seen basketball, oh, yeah. Jim, you should watch it. <laughs> hint, hint. Okay. Jim and other viewers, yeah. other listeners. Um, I hope there's no viewers. God, that would be scary. Yeah, that would be awkward. Uh, <laughs> we've all looked out the window, yeah. Okay. Um, cool. No, that, no, that's a good one. Like I said, that one's always been kind of there for me to watch because I've always known about it, but I've never, like... I'm very passionate about my top two. Yeah. Well, I'm, I, I, I see that. I'm actually really passionate about this next one because it's uh, a Mel Brooks uh, production. Okay. But it's Robin Hood Men in Tights, which okay. came out in 1993, and it is my absolute favorite rendition of Robin Hood. <laughs> Even though, obviously, it's probably not, like... No, it's pretty story accurate, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I mean, it, obviously, it's got some goose because you have, like... Uh, <laughs> is it Dave Chappelle? Who, like... 
<laughs> you have Dave Chappelle who plays, is it Little John? I think, I think so, yeah. Um, and then you have the blind uh, the blind dude who, like, ends up in the house that's, like, just a frame on the toilet or whatever. Um, Carrie Elwes. Um, uh, so Dave Chappelle plays Achu. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's it. And they keep saying every time, Achu, bless you. <laughs> uh, Richard Lewis plays King John. And then Mel Brooks is in his own movie, obviously. Yeah, I, he always do Mel Brooks. Yeah. and then Carrie Ellis. Yeah, who's the who's the uh, Robin Hood? I was a little upset because I I wanted to put like I, obviously I wanted to put a movie like uh, uh, Princess Bride mm-hmm. on it, but which also starred Carrie Ellis because mm-hmm. it's very much in the same. I feel like it's somewhat in the same vein. As Robin Hood, Men in Tights, but I mean, I, I like this movie is that was eighties. It was eighties. I know that's why I was like, well, Robin Hood, Men in Tights is gonna yeah. stick right where it's at because I love this movie just as much. Um, Mel Brooks is just a fantastic, like satirical comedy oh, filmmaker. Oh, he's great. You know, you have Blazing Saddles, you have Young Frankenstein, which unfortunately made my dishonorable list on the uh, that. Was it? satire. I think it was horror satires. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, um, you don't remember that? No. <laughs> I honestly We've only don't. done 37 Yeah, I know, right? So God, how do I not remember every single... Oh, I forgot Patrick Stewart was in this, too. He came out, like, right at Patrick the end. Patrick Stewart? Oh, yeah. Isaac Hayes was Esnees. I guess... I think that was Achu's brother. <laughs> if I remember correctly. Um, That's fantastic. Yeah, if you've never get a, if you if you've never seen this one, I highly recommend this one. It's, it's like I said, it's a fan. It's honestly a fantastic Robin Hood rendition mm-hmm. as well too, because I mean they, they still pull in a lot of your classic like Robin Hood bits of uh, splitting the arrow yeah. on the bullseye, uh, which totally would not be a win, uh, <laughs> but because uh, I think but they they take it that one step further. <laughs> They do like the, I think it wasn't like it was like the Challenger missile or something where he like swapped the arrow and it was the Challenger, so it like went all this crazy. And it was a big <laughs> missile. Oh, it's great. Um, but even if you like, you know, if you need to experience a Mel Brooks film as well, mm-hmm. um, this is definitely one that's up there. I mean, he's got a lot of fantastic ones like Spaceballs, yeah. uh, History of the World Part One is yeah. also a great one. Um, was but, that ever part two, or is that part of the joke? I think that, I think that's part of the joke. Okay. I have no idea. I never actually looked into it though. Okay. Um, but that's what I was saying. Uh, Mel Brooks is a great filmmaker because he entertains you, but it's also funny, but it's also like kind of a gripping story. Yeah, you know, he, yeah. He I mean, you're in invested it. in it. Yeah, exactly. You're invested in it, but you're also having a good time. Yeah. It's like, you can follow along, but you don't have to take it so serious. So. Yeah. No, yeah, it, it's, I mean, they have, like, the big musical numbers, too, which is really funny. Um, <laughs> like, the tight tights. Gotta have that. Gotta have <laughs> yeah, that. of course. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, yeah, it, it's... It's just an all-around, just just fantastic movie, um, and I really do want to go back and and watch it again. I don't really have. I mean, that one's kind of cut and dry, I think. <laughs> so <laughs> we're gonna mosey on over to number yeah. number one. Number one already. Yeah. We are we're flying. we're flying through this one. Yeah, we're trying to like spend a little bit more time talking. Too yep. about this, but I mean, eventually you get to a point to where there's only so much you can do in an audio medium. Yep. Um, I also don't want to. We, we don't want to bore you guys with just dragging it out. Yeah. So we want to. We want to talk about it. We want to hit on our points that we want to talk about, and then we'll just move on. Because <clears throat> what's the point in just sitting here? I don't like spending time with Jim. I'm trying to get out of here. Yeah. Right. 
I'm trying to leave me too. So, number one. My number one film is going to be a film that when we did the comedy movies, I think I told you I wanted you to watch it. You probably haven't. I'm going <laughs> to no, assume it's a safe bet that you haven't seen it. It's going to be Almost Heroes with Chris Farley and Matthew Perry. Almost Heroes was released in 1998. It was actually Chris Farley's last film um, that he... So it was his last leading film role, and it was actually released after he died in 97. It was oh, okay. released in 98. So this film is about... Matthew Perry and Chris Farley play two explorers. They look very Lewis and Clark. They are sent on a journey to uh, beat Lewis and Clark to the Pacific. Okay. So they are racing Lewis and Clark. It's starting to click a little bit now. I'm starting to remember it a little bit. So Matthew Perry plays Leslie Edwards. Chris Farley plays Bartholomew Hunt. You have... uh, Man, what's his name? The dad from uh, Eugene Levy. Eugene Levy. Okay. Um, I don't know how to pronounce his name. I apologize. Eugene Levy. Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to look. Up. I'm, <laughs> sorry, I'm trying to look no, up and see. I, I, don't, I know it's weird. I know Eugene Levy from like a golf game. Yeah. I guess so. He made a, a like a fantastically awful golf game. <laughs> I just don't. I don't remember really any of the other people. There's not really many other people that oh. are like super well-known. Oh, I never actually knew knew his name. He's the he's the uh, the father from American Pie. That's what I said. Did you say that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's what I said. I said, oh, what's I, his name? He's the dad from American oh, Pie. Oh, okay. I was trying to, yeah. yeah. No, I think I was looking up um, stuff about the actual movie. He plays a crazy French, like, conquist, not conquistador, but like a crazy Frenchman. Yeah. Which is really funny. I didn't know it was him. Look up uh, Eugene Levy in uh, in Almost Heroes, and he's unrecognizable when you okay. see him. It's crazy, but they are on a journey to their them and their group of explorers, the people that they take on. There's like six of them or something like that, are going racing to the Pacific, trying to beat Lewis and Clark. Okay, and it's just it's hilarious. It's Hilarious! I don't know. <laughs> it's it's super entertaining. Yeah. Like I said, any Chris Farley movie, honestly, I enjoy them all. That actually is one that I would definitely be interested. Um, I just thought it was an interesting duo, like Chris Farley and Matthew Perry. Yeah, it's such a weird. Well, I, I mean, like that, like looks like Friends era Matthew Perry. Like, yeah, almost. Yeah. So, um, which is and great. I mean, they play off of each other really well, and I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed it. Obviously, I enjoyed it. It's my number yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I mean, that that actually looks like it would be one that is legitimately interesting. Actually, now that I think about it, I do actually have a list going mm-hmm. of movies that I need to watch that I'm constantly updating as we're doing this show. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to add that one to this list now. So I'm going to show a picture of Eugene Levy or Levy in Almost Heroes to Jim. I saw him. You saw it? I saw it, like, briefly, yeah. So... Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's unrecognizable. First time I saw it, and then I looked at the credits, I was like, are you kidding what? me? What? Yeah. Yeah, I did one of those. Um, so... That happens to me all the time. There's one scene, I'll just... I'll explain one quick scene, because it's funny, and I'll give you an idea. Yeah. So he takes these guys on. They're all blithering idiots. Of course. They're all... <clears throat> they're all uneducated. Except for Matthew Perry, who's like the nobleman of the group. I saw a picture of him in a very like nice attire mm-hmm. for the time. Yeah. Um, so he 
brings on Chris Farley because Chris Farley is experienced in traveling and wilderness and all that stuff. And so they're on the they're on a boat heading up the Mississippi to wherever um, to to start their journey. And he's like, you know, Mr. Hunt, Chris Farley's character, uh, Matthew Perry's telling Chris Farley's character, Mr. Hunt, will you tell them a story? Blah blah blah. And so he starts telling them all these horrifying stories, like I've seen a bear snatch someone's head off and stuff. And he's scaring the crap out yeah. of his crew. And they look over, and there's a squirrel on the banks of the river. And they all freak out and just start firing their cannons at it, oh shooting their God. guns. And he's like, he's like, hold on. He's like, it's just a squirrel. And one of the guys looks closer, and he's like, he's got something in his hands. <laughs> and they start shooting at it again. So it's just like that kind of yeah. ridiculous... I don't know. It's a good time. It's a good time. Again, that's one of those movies that I'll watch. I need to. If yeah. Anybody wants to get together and watch that movie? I am down. Yeah, we need to. We need to get together and watch a bunch of these comedy let's, movies. Let's I think that would be, like, the, we've talked about doing watch parties all the time, um, but I think this one would be like the best one for us to do. Because I mean, you and I sat down and watched uh, um, dinner party. Was it dinner party? Uh, with yeah, uh, the, with the, uh, Adam Sandler and. Uh, Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was a fun, like, I enjoyed sitting down and watching that with you because that's a comedy as well, obviously. I don't think we planned to sit down and watch that. I no, we didn't. It just happened. Yeah, I think we ordered, <laughs> we were hanging out at your place and we ordered food and we're like, let's put on a movie. Yeah, and we put, yeah so, um, so I think, but like, watching comedy movies, I think, would be just making them even funnier. Yeah. Like, absolutely. With you watching them. Oh, yeah. Laughing with Friends is the best. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm a little disappointed in my number one now because we already talked about it. But oh, no. um, I had to, so I couldn't decide which one to put. Um, but luckily, there was two of them that came out in 1999 or in 1990s. In the 90s, is Austin Powers. Okay. I put both of the Austin Powers. One was in 97, the other was 99. Yeah. Um, so I like all three of them. Was Gold Member <clears throat> after? It was in the 2000s. 2000s. Okay. Yeah, it was like 2002, I think. Okay. Is when I saw that one. So. But, I mean, at this point, we might as well just talk about all three Austin Powers. Because yeah. when you get down to it's them, they're all the same movie. Yeah. The only difference that we see in the third one, really, is we introduced a gold member. Who was also Mike Myers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he was. Oh, my God. It's um, so weird. It's so weird. Because he uh, plays uh, Dr. Evil. Dr. Evil. He plays Austin Powers. He plays Fat Bastard. <laughs> Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> How did you forget about Fat Bastard? I don't know because I just I like the movie so much. I don't know. <laughs> um, the only difference that we see, in, other than like the introdu- uh, introduction of of Goldmember, is we see his father, who is played by um, Michael Caine. Okay. Uh, in 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 in, uh, in Goldmember. Um, That's what I'm saying. I don't and who is the exact opposite of like Austin Powers because we see him lose his mojo. I don't know if I've ever seen Goldmember all the way through. I think the funny thing about Goldmember is you have the scene with Tom Cruise where he's he's playing Goldmember or he's not playing Goldmember, he's playing Austin Powers mm-hmm. like in like the the like the beginning of the end of the movie. So, um, but I mean, just Austin Powers is is. Oh, I forgot Rob Lowe was number two. Yeah, dude, he was. I totally yeah, forgot yeah. that. Um, Apparently, sorry, I'm talking about the 2000s, so I'm breaking the rule, but. Britney Spears was in it apparently. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah it's, she all, was. it's all like, whoa, this is really weird. Um, yeah, there, there was a pretty, there was a pretty good cast um, mm-hmm. along with all, because like, I mean, Gold Member, you also had Foxy Cleopatra, who's Beyonce. Yeah. Um, so, but at any rate, um, <laughs> sorry, one of the the the, uh, the quote unquote love interests who, who was sent to kill Austin Powers in, mm-hmm. in the same vein as a, 
It has a <laughs> James Bonner name is a lot of vagina. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and I think that's the I'm type of comedy. I'm glad you mentioned it because I was going to bring that that's up. That's the type of comedy that I just adore where you're just like, it, it, it's, it's just, it's so funny. So you have, uh, yeah, Rob Lowe, you have Frau Farbissina who's like, Scott! Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Scott! I think I I think I died laughing when it's like Scott came out because it's Scott Evil. Yeah, <laughs> I just thought that was yeah. He's just like <laughs> no. I mean, I still one of my favorite things that they, and they do it in all three of the movies, which I love so much, is they do they play around with shadows in it where it looks like you know you you see Austin Powers standing behind a, a screen where there's light shining a shadow mm. and all the henchmen see are the shadow where it looks like he's. P oh, and then all of a sudden right. he turns around. He's got Mini Me who he's fighting, yeah. and then Mini Me slides down. So it looks like this guy just gave birth while he was trying to do a piss test because he yeah. was playing the henchman. Um, I think that was in the third one, but like, but they did that in the first and the second one where they were in the tent. Yeah, and he was like pulling things out of the bag, and she was bent. Oh over yeah, so it looked like yeah, so and stuff, stuff like that. And I appreciate that kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> And one of the, uh, this will be like the last scene that like I, I specifically referenced because I, w- I had a chance to uh, make fun of someone when I was working at Target for it because they almost did the same thing where he is trying to drive the uh, the little vehicle or whatever that they, they drive mm-hmm. through the tunnels and he's trying to do like the, the, like yep, the turn yep. and he gets, he gets stuck, stuck. <laughs> like perfectly in the hallway. That's funny because that's, I still reference that today where it's like, you know, if somebody gets something stuck, I'm like, you just pulled an Austin Powers. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Which is funny. Yeah, someone did that, almost did that at a Target when they were trying to get, like, our, the, the machine turned around in the back room. And, and so all I could think about was just that, that specific scene from Austin Powers. But <clears throat> This film strikes me as the opposite of what we were talking about earlier, where the, the cast is loaded for the first one and then they don't come back for the second one. This is the opposite, because the first one had, like, it had names in it. But the second one was loaded as yeah. compared to the first one. Yep. I mean, I'm looking at the cast. You have, obviously, Mike Myers. Obviously, Vern Troyer, who was Mini-Me. Yeah. Um, Heather Graham, Elizabeth Hurley, Rob Lowe, Seth. Heather Green. Graham was the second one. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, see. I think you were talking about the, sp- the first one No, but I'm saying, like, like Will Ferrell joined the second one. Uh, Tim Robbins. Uh, Jeff Garland, who plays on the Goldbergs. He's the dad on the Goldbergs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. David Kochner, who was the manager in waiting, mm. like that guy. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. him, but you don't know who he is. Yeah, yeah. But it's like it, it's funny because all it, these people the jumped first on board. one. I think the first because the first one hit off so well, yeah, and it was so well received that it's one of those movies where people like you got these actors who wanted to be a part of this this series yep. and. And, uh, like, usually we see, and I don't know, you. some of you listeners might disagree with me on this, but usually we see, like, a downgrade mm-hmm. on the movies going from the first, like, the first one's, like, the best one, the second one's, like, okay, and then usually when they come out with the third one, you're like, all right, this is getting old. Yeah. Austin Powers is the opposite. Austin yeah. Powers just, every single one is just a winner. Like, it, it's just, it does so good. They mm-hmm. they keep a lot of the same jokes, but I think they, they do well with, like... I'm glad they stopped at three. I am I too. I don't. Think, I am too. No, I have that problem where they drag it out. Yeah, and I'm really glad that they decided to. Yeah, no, there was. They, they did not need to do three. They did everything they needed to, and all yeah. three of them. You know, they you yeah. know had all the elements and and, and and everything. So, yeah, and I, I I feel like this is another one of those movies where a lot of people reference it and they don't realize it because mm-hmm. like a lot of people you know will do like the get in my belly and they don't. Oh. I don't know if they realize that that's fat bastard that does mm-hmm. that. Um, They're like, yeah, baby. Yeah, 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 baby. 
Uh, cool. So <laughs> that was our top five '90s comedy films. Yeah, with a few. And, and that was just the, that was just the taste. We're probably gonna do another '90s comedy films down down the road yeah. because there are a ton that I left off that I oh, would yeah. totally put on there. <clears throat> so expect a part two. I don't know sometime next year. That gives us the whole year to do yeah, it. Yeah, right. So we're gonna move on to honorable and dishonorable mentions now. Starting with honorable. That was awful. Yeah, that was not very honorable. My honorable mention is going to be another film. I'm going to safely assume you haven't seen it because it's a very bizarre film. Okay. It's a very small film. It actually came out of UC Boulder, and it and it blew up and became big. It was Trey Parker and Matt Stone's first film. South, was it the South Park movie? No. Okay. It's a movie called Cannibal the Musical. <laughs> Okay. And so Cannibal the Musical Interesting. is a comedy take on Alfred Packer, who oh, was... Oh, I yeah, think that we talked about him, yeah. yeah. Who was a, um, he wasn't a prospector, he was a, oh yes, he was a prospector. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Who led a party from, uh, I believe it was Utah, into... Towards Colorado, to Colorado. Okay. And they got caught in a snowstorm, and basically he was the only one that showed up in Colorado, and then they found his party, and there was evidence of cannibalism and stuff, and so he was arrested and tried on cannibalism. He actually died, I think, in his cell. Like, they didn't kill him. Yeah. He just died of old age or... Or, um, um, or other... Or illness yeah. or something, yeah. Is this, like, an actual shot movie, or is it, like, uh, like a stage production on film? It's an actual shot film. Okay. Like, a, I'm saying, like I, was looking, I was location. I was looking yeah. through pictures, and some of the pictures that I'm seeing are, like, stage production uh, type ones where so they're actually, like... that is a stage production. That's, that's not why an I was, actual That's film. why I was yeah. asking. Yeah. Because there are some movies out there that, like, they do have, you yeah. know, like, the first Into the Woods before we had the Disney yeah. production of it. The only way you could actually watch it that was, was on... That was after. Yeah. I'm okay. sure. Yeah, yeah. That's what I figured. Yeah. Because this film was... I think it was his thesis, like, their thesis film for UC Boulder, which is funny. It was just a... It was... Let's see... Directed, written, and co-scored and starring Trey Parker while studying at University of Colorado Boulder. Um, so it's before South Park. Trey Parker was obsessed with, uh, or I don't know if obsessed, but he was fascinated by the idea of Alfred Packer in the story. Yeah. And so he wanted to make a story about him and just made a, I guess he made a musical. And... It's really interesting. I w- it's, it's it's hilarious. It's a hilarious movie, but it, you got to remember it was made in '93. Yeah, that's a, that's what I was gonna say because like South Park didn't come like the South Park movie didn't come out until '99. Yeah. Um, but like if you look at like some of the covers, it says from the creators of South Park. So, so like, yeah, it went into it, Troma bought it, and I think that's why. Okay. Because they put it on DVD. Oh, got it. Like they made a DVD out of it. So <laughs> this specific cover that I just showed you on Google Images is uh, got the PSP logo up in the top corner. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> so you can watch so I guess PSP. this was like UMD for the PSP. Wow. In case your listeners have PSPs and you want to watch Cannibal dude, the Musical, I still have two of them you buried somewhere. <laughs> you are able. So, but there are a lot of jokes 
he does the Cartman voice in this movie. Oh, and nice. this was four years before South Park yeah. premiered on Comedy Central. And there's a scene where Matt Stone always wears like a, um, you know how Kyle always has like the green hat with yeah. the, the ear flaps. He's wearing a plaid hat with the ear flaps. Okay. And he takes his hat off, and it's a bunch of red hair. Oh, nice. And so when Kyle takes so his hat can, off, it's a bunch of red you hair. You can see a lot of inspiration in yeah. South Park from this, which is cool. So, okay. yeah, it's really neat having seen South Park and then went back, because I think I saw Cannibal the Musical after I started watching South Park. Yeah. My brother showed it to me. But it was neat, because I'm like, oh, that's, that's Cartman's voice. And now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, that was four years prior. Yeah. They were probably already developing South Park. But yeah. it's just neat to see that here's hints of what is to come yeah. and what is still going on yeah. today because they're in season 20. Something. Yeah, man. Yeah. I don't think they've had any breaks, have they? I think they want a break. I could be wrong. Have you ever but, actually watched her? So this is kind wanted... of going a little bit off of the, the reservation, but like, have you seen like their documentary, like Seven Days to Air? Yeah. Yep. And that's How like crazy. Like week, they're getting, yeah. they're like, yeah, they're doing this once a week and they're getting episodes out like at the last minute. Like There was one week where they didn't make the deadline. Yeah. The, I think they lost power or there was an earthquake or something like that. And they actually had to, Comedy Central had to make arrangements because they didn't have an episode for them. Yeah. So yeah, it's really interesting. It's high stakes. They're playing a dangerous game. Man. They are now because they're they're being so topical with everything. It's not like you know the, the middle South Park where they were yeah. like just making fun of stuff just to make fun of it. Now they're like making it, fun of stuff as it comes. It's always been a hint of topical, but I think now they're just kind of like f it. Yeah, they're just gonna do whatever they want. Yeah. I mean they always have been. But oh yeah. So yeah. Um, cool. Uh, yeah, I'll have to check that one out. Um, that one seems interesting, especially it's a dark comedy from what I was seeing. Uh, so that's... That. We'll watch it together, and then we'll be singing the songs to each other. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, not creepy, um, <laughs> but uh, cool. My dis- my honorable, not dishonorable yet, um, is going to be... Uh, I had trouble picking between the two of them, but I went with this one because it's more quotable. Um, for me, it's <laughs> Adam Sandler and Billy Madison. Where he uh, <laughs> goes back to school yep. uh, to prove to dad he's not a fool. Uh, <laughs> I sing yep. that at the beginning of every, every single semester. semester. Yep. yep. And now that I uh, I take the train uh, to to school, so I'm gonna stand so there at the light rail. Uh, no, I'll, I'll stand there by the light <laughs> rail and be like, "Back to school." I was like, "Are you that performer school. that goes to the train cars?" Yeah. And you're like, back to school. Uh, but uh, there and everybody's was like, "We're not giving you money." <laughs> What are you doing? All you do, all you do is just walk around quoting Billy Madison. Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> um, we're gonna pay Adam Sandler. He's sadder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a shallow man. <laughs> um, but no, uh, no, dude, Billy Madison is. It, it, I don't know. That one's just so freaking funny because I mean, you have like your bits where he's imagining a giant penguin. That he's like chasing after, but there's no like there's there's nowhere in the movie where he gets high or like right? any reference to him actually getting high. So like this is just purely his imagination of like an adult kid. Um, it's but, an imaginary friend. Yeah. Oh, also Chris Farley. Chris Farley yeah. was the bus driver. Yep. In that one. Yep. Um, and then uh, Norm Macdonald. <laughs> yeah, he and, was his uh, friend. And Artie Lang. Yeah. Yep, um, those two friends. Uh. Yeah, that was my first exposure to... to I, I should mention that Billy Madison came out in 90, 1995. 95? Um, wow. 
So yeah, right. It's so crazy to think that like this came out at the same time as, uh, as uh, Chris Farley's other movie uh, that he oh, did yeah. with David Spade, uh, Tommy Boy. Yeah, there yeah. you go. And it, but they seem like they're in two completely different eras. It's just crazy because I've watched Billy Madison countless times. Oh, it's so good. And it's just weird to think that it's been what is that, fifteen, almost like, twenty, almost, almost, almost yeah, twenty years, fifteen years, twenty years. Yeah, 15, 15 years. years. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're good at math. This is this is not a podcast no. about math, okay? No, twenty five years. Twenty five years. Because yeah. I'm twenty five and I was exactly. born in ninety four. So you should have known that. <laughs> That's why I had to think about. It. You should have. I was looking. Again, off I reinstate. Distance. This is not a podcast about math. <laughs> um, I'm not going to school to be a math major either. Um, but anyways, no. If like, this was a podcast just, about math, I would not be on it. No, me neither. It would just be dead air. Um, <laughs> But anyways, no, I mean, Billy Madison just has, like, again, it's just so many funny scenes in it. Because, I mean, they, they go on that vacation. He's, like, hitting on his, the teacher the whole time, too, who he ends up, like, getting with at the end. Who is Sonya Blade in the original Mortal yes. Kombat. Yeah, yeah, she is. Which, as you know, if you've heard previous <laughs> episodes, you know how much they love... Uh, I love the original. That's fair. That's fair. It was Annihilation. Annihilation is yeah. garbage. Um, no, and they were on that, va- they were on that field trip, uh, and he, like, pees himself. Yep. Because the other kid peed himself and everyone was making fun of him. He's like, no, peeing yourself is cool. Like, all the adults the do. Peeing yourself is cool. They consider me Miles Davis. <laughs> yeah, see, there you go. the grossest thing I've ever heard. It's so quotable. Yep. Um, oh, is. just real quick. If anybody doesn't know about the, what the movie is, essentially what happens is, is it's he is going back to school because he is, in, like, threatening to be, uh, like, you know, trust fund cut off, like, kicked out, or, or I don't remember the exact detail of why. Because he doesn't have his degree. I think he wants to take over his dad's business. His, his dad, dad wants, wants him, him to, to take over the business. business eventually, but he never finished school. Right. Um, so the idea is he's taking so many, so many... Yeah, like, like accelerated courses. Yeah, like so, but super he's, accelerated he's courses. going through ki- from kindergarten to high school. Yeah. And I think he's spending a week in each grade. Something like that, um, yeah. So he has to pass each grade, and then at the end, they do this whole big... Um, like game show, like quiz type of deal with the uh, the. Uh, well, that was the the villain of the. With the villain, yeah, with the villain who with is Eric. who is. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah um, who is gonna be taking? Who wants to take over the company and who's gonna be taking over the company if Billy Madison can't get through, through school? He's a sniveling little. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, and who gets shot in the ass? I think at the very. <laughs> By Steve Buscemi. Yeah, right. yeah, dude. Yeah, crazy eye. He had like yep, a cra- yeah. That's right. Oh, that was my- man. I'm glad I called that guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh that god, was, dude. That was fantastic. Uh, I, I do love that because he called him and he apologized for picking on him. Yeah, because he was Steve a Buscemi, bully. That's like, right. Put on makeup, like lipstick, and, and then he like crossed out Billy Madison's name <laughs> on the list. Yep. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> oh man, that movie's so good. I'm glad but, I went with that one. I like the fact that every time he finished a grade, they threw a giant party. Oh, massive at, like, ranger, dad's too. Like, yeah. mansion, and he just <laughs> yeah. got drunk and, like, passed out in the pool. And yeah. It was awesome. Uh, and then eventually, like, his student, like, his classmates would come, and they were all children. Yeah. So he'd be, like, drunk off his off his ass. Yeah. Like, you know, well, because like, he, like, year old I mean, he, he was, like, using, like, hanging out with the kids and stuff because they found out that the principal was a creep. With like a massive <laughs> creep who dressed up I in like a superhero like costume. Oh yeah, yeah, a wrestler. And so they went to go play a prank on him. But <laughs> I think he ended up getting fired after that scene too. My like, 
favorite, one of my favorite parts in that whole movie is where they are putting bags of crap on people's doorsteps <laughs> and lighting it. And they went to like an old man or something like that and he steps on it. He's like, oh, it's that darn poop again. And Adam Adam Sandler's like, he called this shit poop. And like, for some reason, that is like the funniest thing. That was, to me, I I, I talked about Jim Carrey in his prime um, with like, uh, with uh, Ace Ventura. This was, Uh this was Adam Sandler in his prime. Like, Adam Sandler, he had one movie that I enjoyed after this whole like Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore era. And that was Grown Ups. Um, Grown Ups was good. I and then Dinner that. Party was actually pretty good. That one actually was, but this is his recent, he's yeah. a much yeah, different yeah. type of like comedy oh, actor yeah. now. That was um, definitely darker. But I mean, like, dude, we know Adam Sandler from doing like garbage movies like Jack and Jill. Like, I don't know why he... Like Click? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that wasn't, that was a little bit darker. And, I know, but I'm just, but, I mean, it was... It was, it, was, it, was at the, it was at that cusp, but like, I mean, dude, this was... It was all right, but I don't think I would go back and watch it. Mm-mm. I have no interest in it. Um, but yeah, I mean, dude, just Billy Madison should have been should have been on my on my actual top, but I couldn't figure out where to fit it in because mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about all these other movies, which is why we need to do another yeah, '90s comedy list. So let's go ahead and round it out with our dishonorable mentions. I had that's gonna be our sound effect <laughs> for the next season. I had a big problem finding a dishonorable. I did too, because I'm I'm a comedy guy. I guess I, I guess I am easy to please because every movie that I, I looked up like bad comedy movies, and I was still like I kind of like that movie. Yeah. I kind of like that movie. So I put one on there that I watched, and it was really annoying. Okay. So my dishonorable is gonna be Problem Child. From 1990. Problem Child. Problem Child. And basically, Problem Child is just about a really badass kid. And by badass, I mean he's just, he doesn't, he's just bad. He's just a bad kid. It looks and pretty awful. <laughs> so there's... John there's, Ritter, wow. Yeah, yep. So I think there's three of them. But... At least two. I just... I feel like it's been a while since I've seen it, but I think that if I went back and watched it now, the kid would just annoy me more than, like, be enjoyable to watch. He just does all this. Is that Kramer? Yeah. Is Uh, it Kramer? Yeah, it's the dude that plays Kramer in Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. Sorry. (laughs) No, Michael Richards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Gilbert Gottfried? Oh my god. Apparently he's an escaped convict who goes by the moniker Bowtie Killer. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, it's it's just, it just doesn't interest me anymore. It's not something that I would go back and watch, and it's not because of the age or the, you know, the style of movie. <clears throat> it just seems, I don't know. It just, it just seems... It's uninteresting to me. It doesn't look, honestly, to me, it doesn't really look all that good. I was looking through some pictures of it, and mm. I'm just not. I mean, it, it doesn't look like it got great reviews on uh, IMDb. I'm on 5.4 out of 10, but maybe it has to do with me having a kid now, and it would just piss me off because I wouldn't want my kid to be like to, that. To do that kind of stuff, yeah, that's fair. It's like I would throw my kid through the window. Yeah. I wouldn't really. No, I, <laughs> <clarify>. <laughs> I didn't even catch that. Yeah. 
Um, you gotta cover. You gotta cover your bases. Nowadays. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, it just. There's not. I don't have much to say. I don't have much to say either. He's just. A, he's just a bad kid. Yeah. Um, if you guys have any suggestions on dishonorable. 90s comedy films, I would love to hear them. Because like I said, I had trouble finding one. So I did too. I actually debated on texting you and seeing if we wanted to skip doing the Dishonorable. Um, but I was um, I was like, we, I mean, we did that once before. I don't want to yeah. make that a, a habit of doing it just because we can't, I mean, like, you know, I don't know. But, because my, my, I mean, my Dishonorable is going to be kind of right in the same area where I, I found I found one that fit. I didn't really care for it. I mean, I don't. I don't know if I would go so far as like I hated the movie, but I'm not. I'm definitely not a fan of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, mid, like you know, mid '90s, late late '90s Jim Carrey, but it's Liar Liar oh, for my dishonorable. I wasn't. I didn't care for that one too much. And I don't know. Maybe it was the time that I watched it, but I just don't care for his movies as a whole right around that time. I kind of wish you would have put Big Daddy on there. I've never actually watched Big Daddy like through and through. So I, I don't have really any experience with Big Daddy. Wasn't Big Daddy 90s? Yeah, 99. Okay, yeah. anyway. Um, go on. I want to hear your... I mean, it just, to, 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 to me, the story was just uninteresting. It was, I, mean, I don't know, it was just kind of, it was just kind of boring. I, I wasn't invested in the characters at all. Like, I, I had no interest in seeing the outcomes of, the, of these characters. I don't even remember the plot of the movie, even though I've watched, like, all of Liar Liar, I don't really remember the plot. I, I know that they were doing courtroom stuff. I was like, you don't remember the plot? His I, son makes a birthday wish that he can't tell lies, and so Jim Carrey has to tell the truth. Yeah, and so, but he's a lawyer, though, is yeah. the thing. Yeah, so he's yeah. trying to get this guy off while trying to, like, while only being able to tell the truth. Yep, he, yeah. get, like, he gets, like, a big case. Yeah. And, or something, I think. I don't know. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean. it's a big case because yeah. he was. So, I mean, I, I, like, I do remember, like, the basics, the yeah. basic story, but, like, I can't really tell you much of what happened other than, than like, him realizing that he was not telling a lie when he mm-hmm. was trying to, like. And, and him making weird sounds and, like, doing weird stuff with the tape. And I was like, you don't appreciate the uh, when the cop pulled him over and he told him everything that he did wrong? I don't remember that. Oh, That's man. what I'm saying is I don't remember a lot of this movie, but I've watched it. So I'm like, I like clearly I, it didn't, it, it just didn't do anything for me. That's and I think fair. that's why I put it on my dishonorable because I just don't. Like, I, I, it just, I don't know. It's just one of those movies <sighs> that just never clicked for me. If I had to put a Jim Carrey movie on my Dishonorable, it would probably be The Mask. I thought, you know, I kind of mulled that one over because I loved that one as a kid. But as I'm getting older, I'm appreciating that one a lot less as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little uh, eccentric. Um, it's kind of just out there. There's there's a lot that's happening, and it's a lot of, like... It's definitely a movie geared towards kids. I think I, I don't mm-hmm. think it's a, it's it's more of an adult movie. Um, I have an appreciation for it because it's a nostalgic thing. Mm-hmm. But I was kind of thinking the same thing because it's again right <laughs> around that time of like you know it's right around that same time of Jim mm-hmm. Carrey that I'm not a fan of. Sorry, I'm looking at uh, the Mask, Son of the Mask. Oh God, yeah. Oh, this the Mask was in '94. Wow. Yep. Uh, I got a 6% on Rotten Tomatoes, 2.2 yeah. out of 10 on uh, IMDb, and it's got Alan Cumming and Jamie Kennedy in it, which is weird. Yeah, Jamie Kennedy is like that B-movie. He's another one of those, like, well, later it. What later was that was. movie that he did? Uh, 
where he was like the rapper. Yeah, I, know what you, I don't. I don't remember. I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah. I guess they there's a 2017 The Mask. Um, but it looks uh, <laughs> it looks what? pretty pretty horrific. Uh, <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, is that? Um, but no, I mean that, that's part I of the reason. I may have to look that up yeah. or, or watch it. <laughs> <laughs> we might need to watch that one together. Um, I think so. But yeah, I don't know. I like I said, I do have that appreciation for the mask, um, just because I watched it as a kid. Um, I have a nostalgic with it. But I mean, Whoa. for me, it wasn't enough to put on Dishonorable. That's why I went ahead and, and went with Liar Liar because I watched that movie, but clearly I walked away with like nothing on it. And I sometimes I like think about whether I actually watched it or if I just mm-hmm. like you know have just seen like clips of it because I just I really just tuned out so much of it. Dude, what is the name of that movie? Uh, this is going to drive me crazy. <laughs> uh, it's not kicking it old school. No, old school is with... Uh, no, not not old school. Malibu's Most Wanted. There it is. That's yeah. the one. Wow, Jamie Kennedy was in Scream? I think we, I'm yeah, pretty sure we he, talked about yeah, that. Yeah, we was, talked uh, about it. Yeah, you're right. Shut up. I think, <laughs> I think he's the guy that explains the rules and everything. I don't really remember too much of Scream, to be honest. Uh, I, was, I was surprised that he's in... Uh, oh, God. Tremors. He was in Dead Poets Society as an uncredited extra in 1989. Oh, really? That's pretty crazy, yeah. He was in the Hungover Games. <laughs> he was also in a movie called Bong Water. So he's, got, <laughs> he's got quite the resume going Yeah, oh yeah, him. that's what I'm saying. Like, But at the same time, he's been in more movies oh, than what? me. He was so. in Romeo and Juliet, like the Leonardo DiCaprio one. Weird. I'm going to say, he's been in more movies than me, even oh if it was God. Bong Water. So <laughs> he's still doing that. Yeah, that's fair. Me. The Cleveland show. <laughs> so if you want to cast me in your movie, I'm available. <laughs> yeah, right. Me too. I'll do. I'll do it. Just to have fun with it. But yeah, I mean, liar, liar. Sorry, just, we got it on was, a horrible tangent there. Did, but that's Lord. okay. It's just the two of us today. I like liar, liar. I like Jim Carrey. I thought he was hilarious in it. Uh, Jennifer Tilly was good in it. The kid that plays Max was good in it. Like his son, yeah. I thought was good in it. There's a scene, I'm glad you brought Liar Liar up, actually, because okay. I mentioned Fire Marshal Bill earlier, and I just saw this video the other day, and I need to go watch Liar Liar again, because there's a scene at the very end of the movie where he, like, chases her plane down, and they stop, and so he gets, he gets carried away on, like, a stretcher or something like that, because he's, he's banged up. But in the background of the scene where he's being rolled off is a fireman... Is Jim Carrey as Fire Marshal Bill oh, wow. in the background? Oh wow! Just like making faces yeah. and stuff. And I was like, "That's really neat." That I didn't is go. Cool. I don't know if it, you know you can't trust anything on the internet these days. Yeah. So I want to go back and watch the movie and see if I can and, see oh, it. Oh yeah. Okay. Myself. Um, you never know. It might have been someone might have put it in there yeah. afterwards. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I mean, um, honestly, no, actually, you never know. Speaking of, speaking everyone's of Max, a liar nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, speaking of, like you meant bringing up Max reminded me of, and I'm 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 gonna say this since I know we have a little bit of time just to just kind of like talk a little bit but um, there's a movie a Jim Carrey movie that I absolutely adore and it's not as well received as I thought it would be um, but it's The Grinch especially since it's the holidays I really like Jim Carrey's The Grinch I loved how like Jim Carrey's portrayal of The Grinch and that exact reaction that you're giving me right now Josh is what most people if it makes you feel any better, I really liked him in the number twenty-seven. He actually was pretty good in that one. That was number that, twenty-three. That was that. Yeah, that was, was that. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, it was like the dark. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the number 23. Nobody liked that movie, but I actually kind of enjoyed it. It's got an 8% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> I, I think I enjoyed it because I thought he did well in that role mm-hmm. as well. I don't really remember much of the movie. I just remember, like, wow, Jim Carrey actually has got. I agree, like, that's where yeah. you really. I think that's where you kind of really get a chance to see Jim, some of Jim Carrey's, like, acting chops. He was very. To me, he was very, like, charismatic in that film. Yeah. And it really showed. So, um, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I don't know. I it was like, Ron Howard directed that. The number 23? No, uh, Grinch. Oh. oh, yeah, that's right. I didn't know that. Um, I don't know. I really like that. For some reason, I thought it was Tim Burton. That's that's just me being an idiot. Don't worry about no, it. No, it's very. No, 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 no. It's not you being. It's very Tim Burton-esque. So I, I can see why you would think that because, I mean, like it, it, it makes sense. But there's colors in it. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> Um, I call the Grinch stole Christmas. Well, that was a 2000. Otherwise, I could have put that one on my list. Dang, you'll have to save that for our uh, 2000s. Our not not list. So we did have a few lists planned. I'm sorry that we're not going to be able to get to them. We had some like holiday films and stuff. Uh, If you still want us to do that, we might be able to throw some together. Jim and I both have Discord, so we could just record something. And not that you and I hang around enough that we could just talk. Yeah, just like literally set the mic up and just start talking. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna go ahead and end the show there. We've we've talked enough about stuff, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> '90s comedy movies and other stuff not pertaining to '90s comedy movies. <laughs> Our overall theme, at least, was '90s comedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We tried to stay within yeah. the bounds of '90s. Just we we slipped out a little bit here and there. Yeah. But uh, we appreciate you guys sticking with us through. If you've listened to all 37 episodes, then I love you. Yeah, uh, we very much appreciate you. Keep listening when we come out with uh, season two. Yeah, we're going to be coming back. Like I said, we're going to be coming back in January. We're just taking a break to kind of re rethink everything. Yeah. We're uh, going to, I think, try to come back with something... I don't. I don't want to say something new yeah. per se, but we're you know we're gonna come back with something a little bit different. Um, I think um, yeah, like Josh and I are flesh. definitely gonna take this time. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Josh and I are gonna take this holiday season to not just like, you know, obviously not just relax, but to kind of, kind of put our heads together and, and see where uh, where yep. the future of the show is going. Um, we potentially are bringing on a new third co-host, mm-hmm. so that's kind of exciting. Planning on having potentially maybe like a new theme song. Yeah. You know, having, I'm going to try to get a better setup so we can actually sound decent. Yeah. Instead yeah. of hovering around a campfire so. as a mic. <laughs> I mean, just, I mean, just look out for a whole bunch of, yep. you know, a whole bunch of yep. new stuff. So I think this is going to be, this is going to be good for us. Mm-hmm. So. Well, as always, like I said earlier, we appreciate <laughs> you listening. Um, you can always follow our social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, uh, at List This Podcast. Um, our social media manager actually left us as well. Um, also still alive. Yeah. <laughs> but they're just so they're just this, both moving on to yeah. to other things. So we don't want we don't want there to be any bad. No, bad I blood think with I think they're actually this. starting a conspiracy podcast, which I'm really yeah. So I mean, for. like, go check that so, out. Um, you know, once I mean, once, as soon as we find out the name of it, yeah, we'll we'll, 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 we'll tell yeah. you guys about it. We want to, you know, I mean, Cameron's definitely all of our friends here, so yep. we want to like promote their podcast as well. We want to wish them both the best. Yep. Um, and we want to, you know, like hope to have them on maybe as a guest. 
again one yeah, day. Yeah, they definitely Cameron definitely said he'd come back as a guest, so, so we'll look forward to that yeah, as well. So. Um, like Jim said, we wish him the best. And follow me on Twitter. Yeah. I don't know where else to go with that. Yeah, so. no. <laughs> uh, oh, I was going to say, our, our social media, um, I know, I think Allie was doing one or two posts a day. Yeah. It's probably going to be a little less than that now because it's just Jim and I running the social media for now. <clears throat> so just keep that in mind if you follow the social media. The, the post might be a little sparing, uh, I mean, especially over the holidays. If anybody listening is interested as yeah. well, I mean, we would be, you know, we would be... Uh, I'd be willing to hear you out. Yeah, yeah and see. Um, so just uh, throwing that out there if that's yeah. cool. So follow me on Twitter at JawsXBird. Um, also, look out for my new podcast called Character Fight Night. You can also follow that on Facebook at Character Fight Night if you just search Character Fight Night in the search box. Um, I made a Twitter as well. It's, char- uh, it's at Character Fight. So go follow that. We do polls. Um, it's a podcast about fictional characters fighting each other. We discuss who would win and why. So after the episode comes out, we're going to be, I'm going to be putting up polls for each fight and have you guys vote as well. Um, the first episode, um, let's see, when am I putting this out? I'm putting this out Wednesday. So the ep- first episode should have dropped yesterday at the time when this, when this episode is out. That would be December Tuesday, 10th. Tuesday, 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 December 10th. Yep. So go check that out. I'm going to put it out wherever podcasts can be found. And give that a listen, give that a follow, give that a like. I'm also in that episode. Yes, Jim also is in the episode one, uh, along with our friend Faith and our friend Cowboy. So it's very exciting. The fights were super awesome, super fun to discuss. It was so much fun to do. And I'm looking forward to December as well because i got some really good fights lined up. Yeah. So Looking forward to that one in the future. Um, Cool. Yeah, you can follow me on... um, on most social media stuff at Hold My Jimbles. Um, I'm, I mean, I mostly, you know, do stuff on Facebook. Um, I, every so often I'll, I'll get on Twitter. I do almost nothing with Instagram, but I have it. So you're more than welcome to follow me. It's going to be pretty barren, though. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I don't really have too much else going on other than podcasts. I'm still trying to see about getting a uh, Let's Play mm-hmm. channel off of the ground. So I think I might actually take this break opportunity to look some more into that. Cool. Um, and now that like I'm finishing up with the school semester, um, you know I'm gonna have a whole bunch of free time on my hands. So I'm I'm gonna look at trying to still trying to get that up with them. So keep an keep an ear out for that in the future potentially. Cool. Yeah, and uh, last last little tidbit, if uh, just a little asterisk there, if we decide to not pursue list this, we will let you know. But yeah. Jim and I do want to do like a weekly podcast, so we'll be coming out with something new. I'm not really sure what the future holds just yet. No. Just want to just, just know that we're there. we're still going to be here for your listening pleasure, so you can listen to the soothing sounds of our voices. This has been uh, CPR. <laughs> anyway, we love you guys, and we will see you in twenty, or we will talk yeah. to you in twenty twenty. Yeah. See you next year, guys. I've finally got a chance to make that joke too. A mass amount of people. We're going to have 2020 vision. Hey! And...